Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast. I am, as always, your host, Sonderbjorn, and we are, as always, a podcast all about Gate and DDT. It's been a while since our last recording, but uh, it's because a lot of personal stuff came up on my side and on Dylan's side, and Yannick have also been busy. Like, we've all been busy the past couple of weeks, and so that's why it's been over a week since our last recording. But we are now the original crew back together. They're all parts of the Dramatic Dream Dragons. We got the Dramatic, and we got the Dream, and we got the Dragon. How are you guys doing? It's so good to be back, guys. Uh, you know, it's a really a great microcosm of life. You guys, you're both busy doing great things with your life. You know, man, it's busy, but still, you're doing stuff, you're accomplishing things, and I'm just, just trying to make it. <laughs> pretty much like not really accomplishing anything not really doing anything just just trying to live and uh that's where we are right now and now to be back i'm really hype honestly to be back i haven't recorded anything uh, on any of my shows actually like in a, in a, in a couple of weeks just because uh i had a little harrowing like health issue to be honest with you but everything's good now like we're here talking about wrestling which is the thing we all love most and I'm uh, very happy to talk to you guys again. And most importantly, all the listeners out there, uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the Dramatic Dream Dragons and obviously the promotions that we cover and we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to do like a structured uh, review section of the shows that have happened because that would take too long. And it's... The shows were very nothing, so we're mostly just going to check in on the different scenes, um, starting with Dragon Gate. Uh, we have confirmed that Casey time can only last five days, because he held the Open Abbreviate title for five days. <laughs> when he beat Ishin in Sendai uh, on um, Gate of Origin, but he, he lost it five days later, to Ishin again in Kobe Art, Art Center in a longer match. Uh, both of these matches I felt were pretty good. Not like anything outstanding or anything like I wanted them to be. But they were pretty pretty okay. I, I felt like the first one was weaker than the second one. I think Yannick is, is against me on that and he felt the first one was better than the second one. But both matches serve their purpose of having Casey time only last one week. <laughs> I really don't feel strongly about any of these. Yeah. Dylan, what do you think about these two? I'm totally with you. I thought the second one was better. Uh, but neither one of them were great, to be honest with you. I can see why Yannick had that reaction. Um, what did you think about... Like, what was your reaction when Casey won the title? That is what I want to know. My reaction when Casey won the title, I was talking with a good friend of the show, Paul Wedding, uh, about about it, and we we both said the same thing. Oh, he's so just dropping it next week or something to Ishan. This is such a, like, one-week title win. Yeah, to me, it was clearly like that right away because it was going to be Fuda at first. Yeah. For, for the, the challenger. So it was clear, like, okay... We couldn't do this match we wanted to do. 
so we're going to throw this curveball to, to make it seem more exciting. But then obviously it would be rectified very quickly. And it was. Um, I mean, it gives KZ like something. I mean, very minor, obviously, but like, you know, if he hadn't have done this, what would he have to hang his hat on at, at this point? Yeah, you know, so at, le- at least gives him a little something that he was the guy that they they gave this to. But in terms of the matches, uh, I don't think either really stood out. But I do think the second one was an improvement, and that that gives me a little bit of happiness to it because you know, um, I think I've made my opinions on on Ishin kind of clear at this point uh, over the year, and I don't really feel any different than that I have all year about him. But I do like that they have, you know, trusted to give him a little bit of a spotlight. Second match was in the main event of the show. The other one was, wasn't the main event. Uh, you got a little bit more time with the second match. I thought they added a little bit more uh, to it. And, you know, the finish, um, it was all right. Like, the, the, both matches were really all right. Like, I don't have I really anything negative. Felt like, in the last match, uh, when Casey dropped the title back, it fe- yeah. Seabrats truly felt like a threat again. That that was the big th- uh, point about that one in the finishing stretch was that Seabrats finally felt like they were really threatening and like natural vibes couldn't do anything but watch basically because Seabrats was just uh, pretty good in their heel. Uh, that... uh, the thing about this is that it has added uh, before. Casey's total time with opening the Brave Gate title was only 47 days. Now it's gone up to 52 days. That's a slight upgrade. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, who else could it? Or who else would it have been really? That it's not a big role by any means, but it, it at least says something that it was him. You know, it could have been anybody really that yeah, could have yeah, done yeah. this. It could have been you know Jason if they wanted, but instead they yeah. threw it to Casey. Uh, so I think that's at least a little something if you're a KZ fan, uh, you know, to look at. But it's yeah. also something if you're an Asian fan. Yeah, it's a big win for Asian to. Yeah, him. absolutely. That's I think that's another reason why I like the second match better because it felt like that actually accomplished something, and like the yeah. first one was just like, okay, this is clearly like a filler deal that's gonna get wiped out quick. Uh, and yeah. the second one, I felt it did at least accomplish something. I think in general, uh, they've done a pretty decent job with Zebrats uh, ever since Shun's gotten back. Uh, I think that's something they've kind of been focused on. Uh, obviously, there's like... Obviously, like a lot of our episodes in the past month or two have been talking about how cold things are in the company, but I do think there's... You could point out a couple of things now that look like they're going in a good direction, and I think that is one of them, is that they you know, are trying to rebuild with Shun back. Yes. Uh, as I said, the last recording, man, it's been so. I, I forg- I, I would never speak a bad word about Shun ever again because when he came back, you truly felt how much this promotion has missed him. <laughs> um, because he he has been so missed, and he right now, him just being back on these smaller shows is is kind of just adding a bit of energy to them. Uh, but we've already gotten the new. The challenger for Ishin, the Gate of Destiny challenger, and it's not who anyone expected. Um, but on the show from the fifteenth, the day after he won back the title, Gekiorguchi won a battle royal, a Kobe Zambo, no, a Kobe uh, battle royal, and he said that Horiguchi gave Ishin the choice, basically. 
about wanting to chat to to challenge uh, because Ishan had said I will the winner of this match I will evaluate as a challenger for my title. And Horiguchi gave him a choice. He said, either you choose me, who's 40, 45 years old and had no hair and, and, and is experienced and all that, or you choose Ryo Tanaka, who was the last one before me that got eliminated, who has five months in his career and no wins. <laughs> Ishin, of, uh, Ishin immediately said, oh, I'll just pick the Ryo Tanaka, the less experienced one. And that ma- the match was set. Hor- Horiguchi basically gave him a weaker challenger. <laughs> Which is cool. Uh, I, I, I think that's a pretty good uh, point uh, match for Ryo Tanaka. To have a, a Brave Gate title match on such a big show as Gate of Destiny in Edeon Arena. Pretty, I, way bigger spotlight for uh, a Brave Gate challenge for him than I expected. Like, if he was going to get the Brave Gate shot, I would expect it to be in Corrigan or something. But it's cool that he gets steady on Arena. What do you think about the setup to this? Like, with Horiguchi and then transferring it to Tanaka? It's it's charming. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be into a Genki Horiguchi Brave Gate title shot at this point. Yeah, if if yeah, I'd be up for it if Genki had any kind of momentum. Yeah. Um, you know, if if he was kind of focused on, it would be just very cold. And here, Yishin can hopefully do it without the whole heel shtick, and they just go out there and have the best match Tanaka can. Which is still a big if. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fine. Um, it's not uh, something I'm really excited for, honestly. I honestly would have rather it have been Genki, because I think that's something that I would like to see out of Ishin. And I think it would be good to have somebody who's... And hopefully this will work with Tanaka, too. And, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I, I, I've been really impressed with Tanaka, obviously, and yeah. I love that he's getting the title shot. yeah. Yeah, but I, I think with somebody like Ginky, he is perfect for like the the guy the crowd rallies behind. You know, like and, the underdog. Old, old also guy. has so much history with Brevget. Like, yeah, they could run. They could talk about all, all the history uh, Genki has with it, and it would be a sort of even though Genki is way past his prime right now, it would be a sort of big win for Ishin to pin. Uh, someone that has been very associated with that title over the years. Yeah, that's another thing. They put a lot of effort into Ishin, like you know, to really get this thing over, and to do it this way, uh, it was like amusing. Honestly, I, I agree with you that it was charming, <laughs> but uh, I think that him beating Genki would have actually been a little bit more. And I actually think the match could have been a little bit more whole. Uh, I'm very high on Tanaka, as we I, we, we all are, and I've said before. But and I think he'll do great. I have no doubts about his skills or, or what he'll bring to the table in the match. But just for an Ishin match, I would like to see something where maybe we can rally the crowd, get some excitement going. And for a one-off, ultimately, you know, I don't think anybody thinks Tanaka will win the title, obviously. But it's just a one-off match to kind of extend the title reign. Maybe they'll get behind something like that again, even if it's not Genki, uh, somebody of his ilk. 
What yeah. if it had been Punch? Because he was in that match. Oh, yes. D- double champion Punch. <laughs> now, you know, dub- double duty Punch. <laughs> that but that's, that's what I meant. Um, Genki could easily be in the same situation as Punch. Yeah. And then I would have really liked it. But yeah. you remember the last time someone had a Brave Gate match five months into their career? Yeah, that was Takuma Fujiwara. It was fucking awesome. And it was the best Brave Gate title match that year. <laughs> but it was also Dragon Daya, not Ishin, but yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm I'm saying. Like, you know, you can't compare Ishin and Daya in my in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, but as we since you mentioned Punch, um Dylan. What did you think about Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Punch Tomonaga becoming the Triangle Gate champions in Korokan Hall? It definitely was unexpected. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't predict it. I, I don't think any of us predicted that at the start, to be honest. No. No. And the match they, they was not... They weren't a team, uh... That were in the tournament at the start of the tournament. <laughs> but you still could have predicted it if, if you had been psychic. That's true. true. Uh, it's match... what you do usually. Yeah, yeah. So of course, um, I'm not hype about this team as like a work rate team, but it's a fun story. Like it's it's something like way out of left field. Like a, a strange spotlight on Punch Tamanaga has happened. And I don't know if, if that's like fun or kind of like bad, uh, to be honest. But I'm amused by it. But I definitely am not saying, oh, you know, you have to watch that Zebrats and, and Punch team match, <laughs> like you know, or anything like that. Uh, I would say, yeah. oh, yeah, the Gate of Origin match was not good, but the Cork and Home main event was very good. I thought. Uh, I still like a part of me likes. It's like the opposite of the Grinch. I think my heart shrunk three times its size when I saw Yoshioka doing the job to, to punch Tamanaga uh, <laughs> on there. They're, but they uh, have to be doing something with like that. That whole thing seems like such a story. Why can't and again? I mean, I'm fine with this. Like I said, I'm, I'm not even being negative on it. Like it's something kind of ridiculous, but fine. Um, why can't Decourage just be be the champions? They've never won these belts, you know. Like despite they, being a three man group. And I think they never will because I feel like that yeah. is gonna be shaken up in <laughs> What if Punch joined Decourage? <laughs> Where he belongs. Exactly. Where he belongs. That's what I was the one saying that from the very start. Okay. Maybe if Punch Tobinaga was the thing <laughs> missing. Maybe maybe Don't question Punch me. <laughs> Maybe Punch Tobinaga was the thing missing to get high end over. Because Yamato and Dragon Kid are now over because of teaming with Punch. Because Punch is very over with the Dragon Gage audience yeah. right now. Yeah, I'm I'm really into this team. Um and I'm really happy that they won and they should just ride away for like a month. And they and, are and definitely fine. retaining on Gate of Destiny because they the team they have lined up for them. If they the... win the triangle game, I will be. <laughs> nah, it would. It will be okay if they wrestled as masked wrestlers. Maybe. Um. Yeah, because on these Kobe Art Center shows, uh, on the night one, 
someone in a mask attacked punched Tomonaga during his entrance. And it was clearly Don Fuji. It was clearly Don Fuji. He was he in a mask. Trainer. He wore his trader jacket and it uh, yes. had yeah, Fuji on the back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was like it was not even trying to hide it. It was very funny. Um uh, but the day after they revealed themselves, uh, it was Don Fuji and Takeshi Yoshida are under masks, and they are going to be joined by Bodyguard to face Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Punch Tomonaga at Gate of Destiny and Edeon Arena for the Open Eternal Gate Championships. I really hope this is a retention because I don't want to deal with Bodyguard in the Dragon Gate. Well, that's an Osaka deal, right? Yeah, it's an Osaka deal. Osaka Pro. It makes sense. Yeah. So, like, he'll probably bring some of the Osaka folks out there. Has Tony Khan started booking Dragon Gate with all of these comedy angles, like, for the belts right now, it feels like? Uh, outside of one, obviously we'll talk about it in the future, but it's like, up and down the card, it's like, all right, we don't really have anything hot going on right now, so we're going to do this really... Like weird stuff up and down, and we'll see how it works. And it's been like so mostly amusing. Like I said, this punch deal. The one thing I will say too about what you said about them riding the wave for a month, you could have easily have made a very similar argument for the Twin Gates with Kanda and Susumu yeah. earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah, look, yeah, look at yeah, look how long that's gone. And I, I, and I don't, I don't foresee this catching the same lightning in a bottle, unfortunately. But yeah, it's fun. I don't see them holding the titles much longer after uh, Osaka uh, at the arena. Like I, I could see them dropping it on cor- on the cork and th- like three days later, because uh, the cor- the November cork is like, I think it's on the seventh, and uh, Gate of Destiny is on the fifth. So, it, what if Punch just... pulls a Kanda though, and he just steals our hearts and has these great matches? I mean, in the main event of la- the last cork, and he did for me. <laughs> Like I, I said it uh, last last week or whatever. That that match is such a like for me. It's a great match of Dragon Gate because it was such a charm. Like just seeing the crowd behind Punch and feeling like Punch's energy throughout the match was very heartwarming and very a big highlight of the match that made it very unique and only like only Dragon Gate kind of. Yeah, like it works. It's like super easy. Like you know, like the guy who's never done anything in his life, always been the joke of the the company, is now like gets his moment. Like that's it's so easy to do. Um, And it it worked overall for that one match. And then the Gate of Origin match happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't think it's gonna last that long. Hopefully, (laughs) it's an interesting observation I made. 2023, I really got a soft spot for many quote-unquote bad wrestlers. Like um, Punch and Yoshida, I have way more patience for than, you know, like half a year ago. Yeah. Or especially one year ago. Um, But also in other promotions, like, for example, um... Miyu Amazaki or Mai Sakurai. I still yeah. I, I still wouldn't say like they're great wrestlers. They're 
both pretty young in their in their, their careers. An opposite, um, you know, opposing Yoshida and Punch, but I don't know. I'm just kind of into the low stakes mid card comedy, having fun acts. No coincidence that my Sakurai's been this lightning rod of popularity after she started using my old finishing move, uh, the Harlem Hangover. So, and also Kevin acknowledging Kevin. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, but she, she, she's all right. Like, like she, she's fine. But, but uh, and Yoshida, you like because you saw him in person, and that changed yeah. your opinion. I saw him howling. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think the match on Gate of Destiny is going to be just fine. I, I don't see this being like a blowaway match or anything. But it's a match to fill out the card, uh, and it gets a local wrestler in there, like bodyguard. I would have preferred if it, it was like someone else from Osaka Pro, like Zeus or well, Billy Ken Kid or something. <laughs> Zeus <laughs> is the only one you thought of. Yeah, the, the, he he was immediately. I I I think I said it the day I saw the reveal. I was like, oh, I would have preferred if this was Zeus. He would fit in yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> you did say that. But yeah, Ooh, but that's why receipts. <laughs> As I said, this match will be better if they wrestle Musk. That is true. But but I am not worried about any other undercard match stealing the show because I have a feeling that this Twin Gate match could steal the show at Gate of Destiny. Confirmed after... Um, I think it was Yoshioka pinned uh, Kanda in a eight-man eight tag uh, or six-man tag. But they have confirmed that Susume Mochizuki and Sushi Kanda will defend the Twin Gate titles at Gate of Destiny on November 5th in Edeon Arena versus the original duo of The Courage, Yuki Oshioka and Dragon Daya. I am, I am very hyped about the original The Courage getting back into the Twin Gate scene. This match on paper for me is very good. Like, I... Two of my favorite teams getting together, and I, I can, I am pretty high for this. The Kurt should lose so hard. They, they will lose. I have a feeling that Yoshioka takes the pin also. <laughs> ah, ah, screw that! This tag runs like long overstayed. It's welcome. Uh, like let, let's put the titles on good people <laughs> now. Good matches. Uh, and like I said, this is like the one thing they could do because I've been so down on Yoshioka the last three months. But now we're getting the A team of the Courage back. I didn't really expect this to be honest, but now that it's happening, I'm all aboard. They cut their first run short. Yeah, give them a tag run and do something that could also, See, uh, you know, yeah. But who wants the A team of the Courage when you can have the A team of M3K? <laughs> See, the thing is, I I want, uh, like, the clear goal for this Kanda and Mochizuki Susumu run has been, for me, it's been leading to them being challenged by father and son in their own unit, Mochizuki Jr. and Masaki Mochizuki. And I feel like that should be the final gate, uh, t- uh, twin gate match. Yeah, and, that's uh, not a bad idea. Like, honestly, like, I... Th- that's been, like, what I've been thinking about this team ever since they won the title, like, they should drop it to their faction mates. 
yeah, I mean, they could really build up the do something to build up the Mochizuki's uh, story, uh, Junior and and Masaki, yeah. obviously as well. So it's not a bad idea, but I still think that this. Well, I, I mean, if that happens in Final Game, yeah, if it's Final Game, it's fine. I also think yeah. that you could do a very interesting thing if Kakuda loses and, and these two titles. That kind of reverses things where the guy who's been the champion all year now he's the odd man out, like just at the start. Uh, I think you could tell some, you know, some fun stories with that if they wanted. But I, I like your idea. Honestly, like you know, I I'm hyped for the, this the Courage team getting a title shot, and I hope that it turns into a great match. The, yeah, yeah. The uh, place I really where Yuki Oshima. For... <laughs> oh, is Dylan okay? Yeah, he cut out for me too. I don't hear him either. Well, uh, and he's back. Is he? No, he's. It says he speaks, but I can't hear him. Okay. Yeah, I'll just continue. <laughs> You'd want to say something, Zeldra. Yeah, or I thought I would. Ah, oh. uh, he's back. And he's back. Oh, okay. Now, now you can finally hear me because I was talking like the whole time. Okay. No, continue with what you were saying. What was the last thing you heard me say? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I was just going to say that Yuki Oshioka, um, the place where he shines this year is in the tag, tag or multi-mans. Like he, in the, in the singles matches, I admit that he has been degraded this year, ever since he dropped the title. But in the multi-mans and the, the tag title, uh, the tag matches, he really shines. And that's why he's still like ranked really high on my rest of the year list. It's because of all these like tag matches and multi-mans on the various on smaller shows. And I'm really looking forward to the Twin Gate match because of that. They're a great trio, honestly. Like uh, yeah. like the the Courage trio, like they haven't had the titles, but a lot of their matches, it's the way they work together is really strong. I really like what they bring to the table. Yeah, for sure. Okay, then those are the title matches announced for Eddie on Arena Osaka on Gate of Destiny. Um, of course, we also have in the main event, Big Boss Shimizu challenging Madoka Kikura for the Open the Dream Gate title. Uh, I don't think any of our opinions have changed on this. Uh, like, I'm still very, very looking forward to this match, and I still feel like Shimizu is the only logical choice. But I could see Kikura retaining. Yeah, um, I, I think this is a good. Like, good path for them to take for the title, uh, pretty much. You know, with, with how things have been going, things haven't been great uh, by any stretch of the imagination with this title reign. But I think that Kikuda's been in a tough spot just simply because a lot of times, I mean, you know, his two defenses, everybody goes back to when he won the title, obviously. Um, but then you look at the defenses, and it's like not only the build, whatever you want to say about him, but they're not really antagonistic challengers, you know? It's like... Your partner, you know, clearly a baby face. Yeah. And then Menorah, obviously popular with, with Gold Class. Uh, 
Shimizu is a little bit different. He still kind of has a good vibe to him. It'll be interesting to see how the fans react to that show. Uh, but I expect them to be behind Kakuda, uh, to be honest, or Shimizu rather. Um, yeah. Going in there, Shimizu is what I meant to say. Um, I expect it to be behind him, but I think that it'll be interesting to see the power battle they had at, at the um, at the King of Gate. Uh, was one of the best matches of the whole tournament. So if you see that, the stakes are raised. You're going to be in the main event. Uh, I think that this could be a really great match, and I, I hope it is uh, for everybody's sake. But I I would say like you know, four out of five predictions. I would say Shimizu will win. But I also think there's a chance that, uh, you know, Kakuda can retain. Like you said, it's not like it's it's vital that they change it now or anything like that. And yeah. with Final Gate coming right up, you could easily set something up with whoever you want, really. There's nobody really in view, and I think that's why we think that the title will change. Because if he won, who would he face? We don't know. It would be, you could say anybody, but it wouldn't really be that great, probably. Um, but yeah, I like the match. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Um, so the Gate of Destiny is two weeks out from now. Uh, we'll have three shows, um, none with English commentary until then. Yeah. And at this point, I'm kind of afraid that Kikuda will win, which he absolutely should not. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean... He has been the guy they have been focused on this year, and they have kind of catch lightning in the bottle with Shimizu here, or Shimizu has made himself lightning in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's accurate. Um, and it's it's like he really should. He really feels like the guy that should. Now, who him. truly made himself lightning in the bottle is Punch. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two. It will be interesting to see how the how how we feel about this after the uh, the last three shows before the Gates of Destiny. Uh, of course, two upcoming this weekend and one on the fourth the day before. Uh, but we also have something else going on in this this month, and that is Yoshiki Kato having a five match trial series. We have seen three matches so far in the five match series. The last two are in the, this weekend. The first one was against the just-mentioned Big Boss Shimizu on Gate of Origin. Big Boss Shimizu defeated him after 8 minutes and 55 minutes, uh, fifty-five seconds. I thought this was a very strong horse versus horse match, and probably the best one of the Trial Series matches so far. Oh, easily the best uh, to me. I thought yeah. this was like a really strong match. Uh, so impressed with Kato in a, a pretty big spot here. I mean... All of the matches were big, uh, you know, spots for him facing top guys. And uh, yeah. here you saw him right off the bat with a guy who's like his natural, like not in a generational sense, but a natural rival uh, overall. Yeah. I mean, you know, and even Shimizu, it's interesting because, you know, he's been so up and down and crazy booked over the years. He kind of like the storyline is very real uh, about him not being in the big six because, you know, you don't think about a big generational rival with him, right? You know, or, or something that you point to. Uh, you, you could say maybe Ben K as partners, but nothing where you could see something like that. But now you see these two, and they're just a hand-in-glove fit. Uh, Kato is awesome. Uh, I would love to see, you know, maybe down the line, if they can get Shimizu um, into a, a world champion level tier in the next couple of years. I would love for that to be kind of Kato's big breakout moment, but that's way down the line. But 
this first match was really good, and I, I really liked what I saw. Yeah, the... <laughs> I told you guys uh, in private before, I kind of preferred the, uh, the Yoshiki Kato trail series, um, where he just goes hiking. But yeah, the, the Shimizu one is, is definitely the best one. Um, I'm not con- I'm not too high on most of them. <laughs> even you, on, you on really, this one. You really aren't letting that like one typo I had in but, the evening. I, I even job. began I even began it with I know it's a typo, but I, I really <laughs> do like the I really do like the the idea of like a slice of life anime of Dragon Gate rookies going hiking. Yep. You just want to watch people walk around. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a European pastime. <laughs> um, yeah, I the, the Shimizu match is definitely the highlight of the trial series so far. Um, Yamato versus Yoshikikato on the 14th in Kobe Art Center. A very like brutal chop battle, but I felt like the match was degraded because the quality of the, the stream was not that good, and it also was a lot of heat. But the chops were great; uh, like it was a great chop exchange. Uh, that's the big highlight of the match for me. Yeah, I, I loved it. I was always a huge fan when they would do the chop tournaments uh, in the past. The, the, the king of chop. Um, so I have no problem with that, but like you said, I've noticed that you two both, you know, we were talking off the air about Pure J, I and mean, we've got some, you know, video quality snobs right now on this show. Uh, you know, we, we need it to be picture perfect HD. You want to see those moles on the back of people before you get invested in this match. Uh, but no, it was, it was a solid match. Uh, nothing bad, but nothing I would say, oh, it had more to it than the uh, the match three in the trial series. Oh, this was definitely better than that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so match three on the fifteenth, the day after, uh, versus Shin Skywalker, just six minutes, 11, 11 seconds. The Yamato match went eleven minutes and thirty six seconds. Um, Shun, it was a lot of heat, and I, it at one point it looked like Shun had knocked Kato out because Kato was struggling to get backstage after after the match. It might have been cut short because of that, but not yeah. anything worthwhile in this match. No, you, you hit the nail on the head. And then uh, another thing going on, well, then his last matches will be this weekend. I'll preview those shows in a bit, but first we need to check in on another guy that is back in Dragon Gate doing big stuff. Or right now he's just getting used to the tour again. Luis Monte, Diamante. He returned in Corken. And since then he has had five matches back. Uh, two pretty good singles matches that were both very short, but two pretty good singles matches with two of the people he has the best chemistry with in singles matches Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame. The Jackie Funky Kame match is awesome. One of it's only six minutes, but it's such a highlight, and you 
really should fire up the YouTube, uh, the Dragon Gate YouTube, and watch that on the digest because it is really great. The Jason Lee one also pretty good. Uh, I'm really hyped to have Luis Monte back. He he feel like he feels like a presence on the, all of these shows, and I've been really missing it. Him. I wouldn't call the the JFK one great. Um, so Luis is obviously confused in what he wants to be. <laughs> like, is he a face or is he a heel? I Does he know? I feel like that's more of him just doing what he used to do, but still figure out... Exactly, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, what do you think about him right now? His return... I mean, he came across like a superstar. Yeah. You know, that that was like the most energetic and passionate like I personally felt watching the company was upon his return. And then you see him wrestle. And I mean, I personally like both matches. I like both of his singles matches. But they were just so short that I wish that we could have yeah. seen a little bit more. And I do think JFK was a little bit better. Uh, with the, like this, the time limit, maybe just stylistically or whatever, uh, really helped out that end. So I really liked that match. It was good. Uh, like both of them were good, I thought. But I was really more focused on his return angle than the matches. I don't think we've got yeah. to see where that will. I won't make any judgment on his wrestling. You know, like with such a small sample size. But his mm. return pop was really good, and I. It's one of those things you wish if we had a time machine. If he had just not left in the first place, maybe we could have seen a lot of this fleshed out more already, and it would come across a lot better now. But because he's just now getting back, uh, a lot of those questions that Yannick brought up still need to be answered. Yeah. Um, They haven't announced a Gate of Destiny match for him yet. I feel like he might just be put in the like normal eight-man tag with people that aren't doing that much. Um. Probably against Seabrats. Like him, Naruki Doi, uh, so someone else, and someone else versus the, the whole of Seabrats. Yeah. Kind of the thing I feel like is going to be his match against Lesnar. And then, of course, he will have the handicap match in Corkin versus all of Seabrats. I think that is when we will really see like his, his story kick into gear. Because it feels like they're in their like holding pattern of waiting to to continue the Seabrats match, the Seabrats uh, like rivalry on a like big stage like Corkin, where they have English commentary and they have the potential, a potentially great ca- crowd and all that. And they've done moves like this before, and typically the babyface loses <laughs> these matches. Yeah. I remember when uh, BB Hulk uh, did a deal when he turned babyface uh, over Mad Blanky. Yeah. And he, he had a similar match where he faced five guys, but he beat two and then lost in the third. Uh, I would easily see something very similar happening here, although there's less people in Zebrats <laughs> than, than there was back then. But I still don't think he's going to run through everybody. Uh, I think he'll lose and they'll use that to give kind of a 
like an unearned win, but still vital. Like maybe Ishin will be the guy who pins him, and like that wouldn't happen if they just faced one on one normally. But it's something he can brag about later, and uh, you know it still sets up. You know it saves Shun and him. So that's that's where the real heat is of all of this. And again, what I wish we could have seen followed up on right away because of the emotional factor of, of what happened in the cage. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I think I remember the BB Hulk match you're talking about. It, it was, wasn't it like he put up the Dreamgate versus all of uh, like four people in Mad Blanket or something like that? No, he wasn't the champion back then, I don't think. Well, okay. So on Cage Match, open the Dreamgate title, four on, four on one handicap elimination match. I remember something. I, I yeah, have maybe seen it was. I've seen this match and it's really good. Yeah, uh, Mad Mad Blanky, Cyberpunk, Casey, Monday Ryu, and Rikidoi defeats BB Hulk uh, for yeah. the Dreamgate title. B- no, Rikidoi is the one that pins BB Hulk and becomes the Dreamgate champion. I remember this match. It's a very yeah. good one. Sorry to uh, cut you off. No, just... I, I th- even without the title, I think it'll end similar similarly to that. Yeah, yeah. It, it that's a good good little. Run back. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm glad that they are doing something here. I hope we will see a formation of something after it, like because Luis Monte feels very alone right now. Like he needs a home, and it, it feels like he needs a faction around him, not a faction in. And I think we've all said that for the whole, like right when he left Seabrats. Uh, is that he he feels like a faction leader, not a faction mate now. Uh, and of course, we, not, we don't know if that was the plan with uh, TN Revolution before he got hurt. We, we, that's only speculation. <laughs> but yeah. Anything else you guys want to say about Luis Monte before we move over to the Cross Fukuoka shows? You know, you make a good point, but there's a lot of guys that need factions right now in, in DG. Um, or in, more than the, the sum of the courage. Or or a need to change faction. Yeah. And there's a couple of guys like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, they have options if they want to make a faction around uh, Luis Monte. Uh, I hope that they have a good plan for it. And you would think with this uh, Zebrats match... Something will occur to set things in motion for wherever they're they're going with Final Gate coming up, and, and I think that they're on a good little path again. Uh, it's been a little down for a while now, but yeah. that's where, one of the things you can point at. And also, where Seabrats always works best is in Cork and Hall. That's always where their highlights are. Like they aren't that; they never feel like they get heat on like small shows in Kobe Sambo Hall or places like that. But in Corkin, they always feel very hot because the Corkin crowd is so invested, <laughs> uh, and they always have like pretty good matches on those cards. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but we still have three weeks until uh, the first week of November <laughs> almost. Uh, so let's preview this weekend's upcoming double double header in across Fukuoka on October twenty second. The afternoon show card is 
Opening match, Casey, Strong Machine J, UT, and Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes versus all of Seabrats, Shun Skywalker, Kai, Hyo, and Ishin. Then Genki Horiguchi and Jason Lee versus Kagetora and Punch Tuinaga. Then Yoshiki Kato five match singles series match number four. Yoshiki Kato versus Ben K. I think that is going to be a very good match. Um, then Masaki Mochizuki and Mochizuki Jr. versus Yamadoi. Naruki Doi and Yamato. That is a highlight for me on this card. <laughs> yeah. Then Tag team match, Kota Minora and BB Hulk versus Luis Monte and Dragon Kid. Also, pretty good-looking match. Uh, six-man tag, main event, six-man tag, Dream and Brave Gate Skirmish. I don't know why... I, I th- actually think this is a, t- a typo of the Dragon Gate English account because the Brave Gate has nothing to do with this. I think they meant the Twin Gate. Um, because Dream, uh, it's the Dream Gate champion, Madoka Kikura, teaming up with the Twin Gate challengers, Yuki Oshoka and Dragon Daya, D-Courage. And they face Big Boss Shimizu and Susume Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda. Pretty good main event here. Uh, it, it's definitely a typo, but <laughs> the English account. Then the main uh, that was the card uh, on the afternoon and the evening looks like this. Opening match: Gold Class Kota Minora, Ben K, BB Hulk versus Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Ishin of Seabrats. Then Kagetora and Ryu Tanaka versus Punch Tominaga and Daiki Yanaguchi. Then a singles match, Yuki Oshioka versus Yo. That's a random singles match. <laughs> then a four uh, a tag team match, Genki Origuchi and Ryu Saito versus Susumu Watsuki and Sushi Kanda. The tag champs. Then the last match of the Yoshiki Kato five match single series, Yoshiki Kato versus Masaki Mochizuki. Then Madoka Kikura and Dragon Daya versus, uh, versus Big Boss Shimizu and UT. And the main event, Casey, Strong Machine J, Jason Lee, Jackie Funky Kame versus Yamato, Luis Monte, Naruki Doi, and Dragon Kid. Pretty, pretty, I've, I think the afternoon show is definitely the, the, the better one on paper. But yeah. two pretty good cards here. The evening show, except for Kato versus Mochi. David and Carr doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah. But that the usually match has cool. a lot of, has a lot for me. Yeah. It should be fun. Uh yeah, those are the last two live show uh, live shows of October for Dragon Gate. So it will be our lab the last two shows to cover before uh Gate to Destiny, basically. So let's move over to DDT. Um, DDT, not a lot been going on on the shows that have happened since our last recording, Yannick. Uh, you have been watching some of the Supro shows as we are recording. How have you felt about it? Yeah, I've seen show two and I'm in the early stages of show one. Um, show two, it was like what I've seen, obviously. Um, I've been, I'm a selective viewer. It's really good. Um, did you, let me pull up the card. Did you watch the yes. six-man tag title match? Yes. How was I it? did. It's actually the the only thing I I initially wanted to watch. Um, and then I saw the card. It was, I wouldn't say it's a 
great match by any means, but it's somehow wholesome viewing. If you if you yeah. know what I mean, it's just they're they're not going, um, you know, they're not going out there having the best match ever. It's also Kaki and Akito and Oishi, so um, it's really interesting because they targeted uh, Yukio's leg or uh, his knee, um, and. They really tortured him, and Akai and Katan just didn't help him for the longest time. Yeah, it's it's a good match. Um, I'm if you crave some DDT, watch it. You don't have to throw on this show to see it. Yeah, but what you have to see is the main event. Well. The, the announced main event. There yeah, was some was, Iron Man yeah. heavy metal weight stuff. Yeah, I, I've seen the clip of this match of uh, Higuchi getting his head put through a table that gets thrown by him to him by. Yeah, him which I should probably mention the the main event is Chris Brooks and Takeshi Masada beating Higuchi and Toy Kojima, which is a random as fuck team. Um, <laughs> yeah. but they worked really well. Also, shout out to Koki Vesaki and Mao beating Hiroshima and Rukia. It's not a match for Dylan, um, I'd say, but it's quite different in, in the style. They try to do hard hitting with, yeah, kind of parodying. Um, Koki Vesaki and Rukia, really good pairing. Yeah. I, I love seeing more of Koki Ibizaki in DDT. Yeah, my, my love of, of uh, for him isn't uh, a secret I, around here. I, I think I think he was only on these shows because he's from Hokkaido. <laughs> like, he's from which the is, area. So which sense. is funny because he mostly wrestles. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he was on the last, last year too. Um, I'm currently watching... Show one, I maybe I can say something about it later, but it doesn't look like it's anything you have to see. There's solid shows, yeah. all in all. It's the, also the problem is that they got uploaded like within the last 48 hours, and I haven't had the time to watch them. Yeah, uh, no, it happens. Sadly. Um, it's it feels good to have it feels good to have Dino back. He is distinctly than Ferrandino. Yes, I was actually going to bring that up because last week, uh, last time we recorded, of course, we talked about the end of pheromones, and we had a, we had a pretty, I think we had a very, like, nice uh, kind of farewell to pheromones. Dylan. Yeah. We haven't heard your opinion on Pheromones, uh, the last Pheromones match and them disbanding. How do you feel about it? Sadly to say, I just didn't have it in me to watch the, the, the farewell match. Um, are, I'm are so they disappointed. Really break up? <laughs> they, they are yes. over. They are over. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I mean, it couldn't have been worse than the tag title match because I did see that. Um, the tag title match, yeah, yeah. it was horrendous. It was, 
Yeah, that was an atrocious match. Uh, no, uh, the, but yeah. at least um, the farewell match was really tastefully done. Like yeah. you can't deny that they weren't like an integral part for DDT for a long time, and they they no, got. I, to I've always said that. Play the great. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, they got to play the greatest hits. Distinctly in even it distinctly DDT in Shinkeeper show or match. Um, yeah, it is funny, uh, but it's also distinctly over, and they didn't try to swerve anything, so I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, um, it, it and it it finally frees up Yuki, you know, to do something other than showing his butt all the time, and it looks like they are. Because he hasn't been on any of these shows, I will keep saying this until until he shows up again. But Yuki, you know, notably absent for from every card since Pheromones disbanded. I feel like he's getting a big rebrand, and he's gonna show back up in a very explosive way because they are very high on him. And now that Pheromones is over, they can finally push him without having a sexual gimmick around him. They should that be kind high of on him. Awesome. I mean, he made like pheromones make them a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> do you but guys yeah, know what the house? Are... Do you guys know what the house of pheromones is? No. What's the so, house of pheromones? So at some shows, um, not only at Peter Pan, but I know they did it on other shows too. Um, they put up a tent and did the House of Pheromones. Um, entry was, I think, a, th a thousand yen. And okay. I'm, as I wasn't in there, you know, you sit in there alone with them and they make a lot of noises. I haven't seen what happens. Michelle <laughs> says it's very funny. And the lines wow. were so long for this. It was most like it was ninety nine percent women, of course, in the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but also like, yeah, everybody, please leave the venue. Also, yeah, House of Pheromones, they will stay for like two hours until they're done. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but you get basically get locked into a tent with. Two or three or four of the pheromones. Why, That's the house. Why, of why didn't you go into the house of pheromones? You because, should have Yes, but the line was SM. the line was too long. I would have gone <laughs> if it wasn't that long. <laughs> you should have filled your role as the dramatic dream dragon's host and gone in there to report what was going on in there. But uh, now it will yes, be a secret I, forever. I will ask Michelle to do a report of it from memory. <laughs> That's funny. I have I have never heard about that, but uh, that is charming. No more house of yeah. It was it, it never happened on the on the English Twitter um, as you know you can only get it yeah. like in person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pheromones, a thing of the past for DDT. Uh, we will probably talk more about that in the well. Because we're gonna have a special guest before Ultimate Party, and he's he probably has some takes about that also. But uh, 
before Ultimate Party, the last big show before Ultimate Party is this weekend. It is God Bless DDT in Tokyo Corken Hall on the 22nd, so on Sunday. The card goes as follows. Dark Match, Somotokao and Yune versus Masahiro Takanashi and Antonio Honda. Masahiro Takanashi and Antonio Honda are the tag title challengers for uh, Ultimate Party. So that should be that they should win this. <laughs> and Somotokao is, of course, the new tag champ. So it makes sense. Special singles match uh, Kasumi Sumi takes on returning legend of DDT, Mikami, one of the, I think he's the first KOD Openweight champion of all time. If I remember right, it's e- either him or. Yeah. Then Daisuke Sasaki, Kanon, and MJ Paul of the Nation TA versus Tetsuya Endo and Toy Kojima and Rukia. O- obviously, a preview of Daisuke Sasaki versus Tetsuya Endo on the Ultimate Party. Then Yuko Naya versus Yuya Kuruku. Then a special six, six man tag. Kasutari uh, Iguchi, Makuluishi, and Akito takes on uh, Dino teaming up with Burning, Donshiku Dino uh, teaming up with Yunakiyama and Yusuke Okada. Then Saki Kai's debut 10th anniversary volume 4 special tag match Yuka Sakaguchi and Hideki Okutani versus Saki Kai and Shihiro Ashimoto of Sendai Girls. Finally, get to talk about Big Hash on this show. That's awesome. DDT Extreme and Iron Man Heavy Metal double title match. Let's just enjoy. Everyone will have a great time. Death match. Kazuki Rada versus Takeshi Takeshi Masada. Of course, both titles on the line. Takeshi Masada defending the Iron Man and Hirada defending the Extreme. Then the main event: Road to Ultimate Party 2023 special tag match. Preview of the main event: Chris Brooks and Harashima versus Yuki Ueno and Mao. This looks like a really fun Gorkin. Absolutely. Um, I would probably, like, on other circumstances, I'd say belt up Masada. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a, a lofty goal to end this glorious reign or this glorious run that Hirata is on. But you have to remember that Hirata will face uh, Hiromu in Ryokoku, so I don't think um, Masada stands a chance here. Yeah. What do you think about this extreme title match, Dylan? What are the rules to this match? They haven't said. It's just, let's enjoy, let's have a death match. <laughs> like... It could be anything. <laughs> Any plan that ends with Hirata losing this title is straight donkey doo-doo, and I will not celebrate it, no matter who it is. No matter how much I like Masada or anybody, this title reign must continue. Because it really is the heart and soul of this promotion right now. Yeah, uh, We need more of oh, it yeah. in our lives, and we cannot end it anytime soon. In my opinion. I would I would say it's I would say this is the heart of DDT and Chris Brooks with the title is the soul. Like it, it feels such a like Hirata shouldn't drop the extreme title and Chris shouldn't drop the uh, the KOD. 
I uh, mean, right now. how do you manage to be so cheesy? Should we know that this Cork and Hall show will be free on Wrestle Universe? Ooh. So you don't need an account to watch this. You, you can watch, just click on Wrestle Universe and go in and watch it when it airs. Yes, and the poster game is on point as always. As always. <laughs> um, I have to say, like DDT has not much buzz. Um, not that much going on, but there's a lot, a lot I enjoy at the moment. Yeah. So I'm quite like, happy with where they are. Like they like, are, personally. of course, taking kind of breaks between uh, Corrigan Halls and big shows and stuff like that. Like they on the tour shows, they don't do that much, but it's still they still are su- such a highlight. And I, there are always a couple of matches on these tour shows that I really want to watch. Uh, I really, like, probably after this recording, I will watch the Gucci uh, and Toiko Jimo versus Basada and Chris Brooks match, like, immediately. Yeah, uh, watch, am... watch both Higuchi matches. Yeah. I am very, very looking forward to this Corrigan. Like, DDT right now, on the road to Ultimate Party, is very, very good for me. Uh, November 12th is the date of Ultimate Party. I think... Maybe next week or the week after we will have a special guest to talk about that show. So that's a teaser. Uh, but some other DDT news is that Sakakai has confirmed that she will uh, not retire... Well, she will not defend the title, the KOD six-man titles, uh, more before her retirement match. She will relinquish it um, after she's retired, and they have already confirmed that a vacant title tournament will be held in Shinjuku Face on the 16th of November. So, yeah, ero- eruption... <laughs> Sakekai re- uh, retiring with her titles, it looks like. Yeah, so I thought her retirement match is a title match. They never said that. Yeah, but it's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine how beast it would be if he, if Sakya Kai would go out standing tall over uh, over Marufuchi after pinning him in like two minutes. No, I don't want the last match to be two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's not the point. That's literally yeah. not the point. <laughs> yeah, I understand. It'll never be as beast as her standing over Azumi. Yes, I was. <laughs> Thank you. Asumi is now Dramatic uh, Dream Dragon's lore because she she was part of the not not too similar tenth anniversary match with Saki Kai also was part of um very very fun match I watched it right before we started recording uh, Saki Kai didn't do that much in it it was more of just not to doing stuff with all the others and also with Saki of course but I thought it was a really fun match and I definitely recommend it to everyone. And it was on Starting World, which is awesome. It got uploaded today. Yeah. Yeah, I will I will watch that eventually. Man, how cool is is it that Sakya Kai just leaves this business on top of her game? Yeah. On the like, this year has been such a great year for her, and it's mostly because of her retirement. This, um, yeah, her retirement road is really tastefully done, and yeah. she really stepped up her game. Yeah, 
once you had that match with Brooks, there's nothing left to prove. I feel like I'm so yeah. glad that they had that. Uh, yeah, you know that that main event match, and it's only made. I like you said, everything about her tour has been very tastefully done. It just really well done. Uh, she's been awesome. It's been like a really uniting force. Again, not maybe something that's getting like a ton of buzz or anything like that in the mainstream, but who cares? And yeah. like in these sm- smaller venues and stuff, uh, it's just a really good vibe in all of her matches. Yeah. And they have confirmed her last uh, singles match ever. Uh, it will be on the 3rd of November in Shinjuku Face, and it will be against Kazuki Hibara. What a perfect last singles match for her. <laughs> like, they will do yeah. all the Dramatic Dream Dragon stuff. No, for Dramatic Dream Team stuff. Yeah. I'm not even sure about that. They could also <laughs> just do a straight wrestling match. I totally, yeah. I can totally see that. But either way, very high for that match. Totally. Uh, and also on that show, uh, Yonakiyama and Kotaro Suzuki defends the uh, All Japan All Asia Tag Titles versus Yuki Sakaguchi and the Deki Okutani. Oh, that's the same show. Awesome, yeah. cool. I'm really hyped for that match. And I, I hope. Eruption wins. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure I said yeah. it last recording, but Sakaguchi obviously wants to win the title because his father, legendary wrestler Seiji Sakaguchi, um, held the same title in his face. Yeah. That's the whole point of this match, is that Yuki wants to win the title his father held. Pretty cool. Also, yeah, Okatani not? being a, an All Japan champion would just rock. Well, he's already an old Japan champion. <laughs> That's level. actually true. That's true. But they're <laughs> all, they almost don't count. Like, all Japan yeah. forgot about these. Yeah, yeah. Like, Eruption had to challenge for them, for them to even make tape. <laughs> for the six battalions to even, like, get shown. Uh, yeah. It's... They haven't said anything about the Old Japan Six Man titles if, the, if she's going to retire with those, also. I could expect, like, that could happen on, like, an Old Japan show. She dropped they drop it to, like, whoever. I haven't seen if they have any, if Eruption have any Old Japan defenses lined up. But yeah. Anything else we want to say about DDT? I like what they're doing right now. <laughs> I agree with what Yannick said earlier. Uh, this is kind of a cold point in their schedule anyway. You know, last year you, you got around this point. Obviously, you had the big show, but then you'd have the tournament. Yeah. But heading into the show, I think they've got a lot of cool stuff going down. And I think it's a mostly enjoyable product right now. So uh, shout out to DDT. I think they've really turned it around this year yes now I want to just quickly check in on Glades uh, Yannick you can take the backseat for this because I know I have you the have whole played. show I'm fine <laughs> have you watched the show no okay yeah um, no, I, 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 this show the, the, I'm, <laughs> I'm really content with not having watched it hey <laughs> 
yeah, it took me a long time to get to this show also. Uh, Glade version X uh, from the 9th of October, Sports Day, in Corkin. Um, notably, we, I, I can't run through this whole show. I didn't watch the whole show. Uh, I, I've only watched the last three matches. Uh, Shima versus Kaito Ishida was a fine match, a fine replacement for Flamita. I think Flamita versus Kaito Ishida would have been much better, but Flamita got injured, of course. Shima was an X, right? Yes, Shima was. If an I X. paid for this show, I would have been so pissed if X was Shima. Well, luckily, Glade is. <laughs> what? How do you not remember on the Junior Festival when he did the Magnum Tokyo gimmick against Serata? Yeah, I do. I, I forgot, but now that you say, yeah. but that doesn't save Shima. It also doesn't save me from Shima. Well, you saved yourself from him because you didn't watch this damn show. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, he didn't need to. Like, I, I didn't no. tell him to watch it. Uh, what did you? Think Are you telling Shima me you didn't want to see that Isami Kodaka a Yankee Two Kinju match? Yeah, I have a vendetta against Isami right now. Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> but Yankee 2 Kenjo is kind of a, a different beast. Okay. You respect Miyamoto, at least. What about Jan's family? Um, What's that again? It's uh, talking about a horrible faction. With, a horrible uh, faction. Issei. <laughs> yeah. with Issei and um, oh, uh, Ito. Kodama. Kodama. Yeah, Vasaro Camino, such a shit guy. Are all, maybe, all of those, except maybe um, Issei, are really good wrestlers. Issei's good. Yeah, he's fine. I like him better than Ito. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an Ito fan at all. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Uh, but I I really want to hear. Uh, what did you think about Shima versus Kaito Ishida, Dylan? Oh, I will shout out one thing. Um, the now the thing is with uh, with Glade, all of their shows are basically the, the exact same. Yeah. So you didn't watch the show, but you had the typical opener with all the guys you would think. Uh, Shota was there uh, in, in the. You know, you had the God Pro team, like uh, Shota, yeah. wa- what's to say, all that. Should be, sh- uh, should be yeah, noted. I saw that. I should be noted. Someone said, uh, a good friend of the show, Ultimate Bulldog, said, oh, Ibushi is a leader because he comes out with, with his guys' <laughs> purses. And I and I immediately said, no, 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 you're getting the storyline wrong. He's supporting the outsiders versus the actual Gleet wrestlers. Like he How is that an outsider. <laughs> Bulldog made two two weeks in a row. Yes, he completely got the storyline wrong. Like Ibushi is not a gleater. He's against Gleet. He's an invader. This show had everything on it. You had the death match. You had the freaking Michinoku Pro bullcrap, an awful match. Uh, that they had there. Uh, you had the Joshi match never going to go anywhere, no matter how many times they do it, even with Arisa Nakajima. Yeah, even uh, with Arisa Nakajima, this was not interesting. Like, No, like this division is going nowhere, no matter who they bring in. They could be the best wrestlers who ever lived. Um, freaking Kawaki Honma was there. Uh, it, this is such a uh, just a totally fucked show. Up and down. It's insane. <laughs> like this card they put together. 
But uh, thankfully, you skipped ahead to, to stuff that was mildly worth watching. Yeah. Um, the Ishida Shima, it was totally fine. Yeah, way too long. Oh, I yeah. It got way too long. It outlasted its welcome a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like a 20 minute match. Like, what was this all about? You knew Shima was going to do it, probably. Uh, I will say, here's the one thing I'll say. And especially the main event, above all else. The crowd was here for this. Like, it wasn't a huge number, 729 fans. Uh, yeah. But the crowd was really hype for, for this. Like, they like what they saw here. Uh, the te- the semi-main event match yeah, that's... was clearly the best of the three. Yeah, that's like the one match we I wanted to talk about mo- the most. Uh, and, and, yeah. and Hayato Tamura facing... The, ret- the return to Japan of SP Kento and Takuma Fujiwara, now just called SPK and Takuma. Um, their first match back in Japan for over a year for SPK. SPK's last match in Japan was in, I think, uh, Kobe, Kobe World 2022, so July uh, 2022. Like his last match was against Hyo on. Uh, for the Brave Gate on Kobe, uh, Kobe World uh, Night 2 last year. And Takuma's last match in Japan was against, uh, was in the, in Korokin for the Noah and the DDT, no, Noah and Dragon Gate Global Dream Show. Wait, this was such a, an annoying yeah. match. Like, yeah. I, I hated this. <laughs> SPK and Takuma, like, were so, like, great when they came in. Yeah, I mean, total swag. Like the crowd was into them. They they felt like they like SPK is like next tier to me. Like uh, Fujiwara is a great wrestler, but SPK is an all arounder. Like he just owns the room every time he walks in. Um, and these guys look great. They were doing crazy moves. Like Fujiwara looked amazing in the match, and then they just lost to this makeshift team that doesn't well, mean anything. Classic like, Shima booking. It was so stupid. Uh, like yeah. and they didn't even fit together. Like like you know like they didn't have how, matching gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they oh. didn't put enough effort in, other than like oh well, just in case these guys who ultimately aren't stars, like they have the performance where they could be if they actually yeah. d- did something, but they just blow it right away. Like the the whole point of them coming in, <laughs> like we didn't like their their debut. Uh, because it was so lame, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But this was not lame. They came across like superstars when this match started. And during the match as well, they were great. You have... These are dudes. What are you doing? And it's so dumb. But yeah. they wrestled really well. I think Tamara... I, I really love him a lot. Uh, the finishing I don't think he... Takuma and Tamara was awesome. Yeah. Like, Lindemann totally came in and stole the pin. Like, I thought Tamara should so have won that. Like, he should have been the one to take up the pin if SPK and Takuma was losing. But Lindemann kind of came in and stole the pin. Uh, and he's the champion in all Japan. Yeah. So there probably was political stuff for that. Why couldn't you just pin Tamara then? Why just have SPK like, pin, pin him? No idea. He already lost uh, the title match. Like, I don't think they, they are... I don't think they will... Like, SPK and Takuma feels like uh, some lucha guys they are just bringing in for one-offs. I don't feel like they these two will 
be treated like Kaito Ishida and be put into titles matches and stuff like that. I and, I feel like Glade just is having them to have them <laughs> in Japan. But they're just having... Okay, Ishida's run was very short-lived and has done nothing ever since. Uh, you know, so he's in the same spot. Like, yeah. if he left tomorrow, it's not like it would mean anything. But, like, he was also treated like a bigger deal than these two are when he came in. Like, when he came in, he got on... He immediately defeated a pretty established guy in, in Glaive. Like, Tetsuya He immediately defeated uh, Tetsuya Izuki. Yeah, and these guys should have gotten the same treatment. Yes. But, uh, unfortunately... But I don't didn't. think Glaive has plans for them in that way. I think they only are booking them... Well, clearly not. Because they want to book, they want to book someone that was in Dragon Gate earlier this year. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like they don't have those plans, but it's stupid yeah. that they don't. So, so I, uh, I, I yeah. and SBK and Takuma was went right back to Mexico after this match. They they aren't booked for any of the upcoming uh, tours. Or you like, want to talk about bad quality? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like, why don't you watch some of their matches in Mexico? Yeah, and then complain to me about uh, video quality. I mean, yeah. this I won't be watching them. In <laughs> the thing about this match is that it's just like their Mexico matches. It's just a highlight of their wrestling skill, and you just get fr- at the end, you just get frustrated that they are in the wrong place. They should be treated on like. On such a better place than they are treated. But and they... this company needs guys. They don't have anybody that's treated good in Glade right now. There's no yeah. viable challengers. What are they doing? Like, what are they doing in this company? Look at this stupid ass show. <laughs> like up and down. It's like a total like warped version of pro wrestling that they're presenting us. And there's nothing to latch on to for the next couple of months for them. Like exactly, I, exactly. At the end, of the, show, at the yeah. end of the show, I have nothing like I'm looking forward to for them. Like the only thing they had going for me uh, before the show was that I wanted to see SPK and Takuma's match in Japan. And but now if you they that, are, like look they are at back this card. In, yeah, every match of this card was outsiders. Yeah. Like all that you know, nine matches. You had the opener with the Gone Pro guys. You had New Japan with Hanma. You had the Joshi talent. Uh, freaking Masakatsu Funaki was back. Yeah. Yankee Tukenju, Michinoku Pro, Shima. It's like it just keeps getting worse and worse. So how can you be involved when the, the outsiders yeah. are dominating the company as they've done also, for the last two years? Speaking of a Cork and Hall show, but they didn't. No, uh, no t- uh, tag title match because guess what? The tag champs are over in old Japan doing other stuff, having, <laughs> having a great match. Yes, I champions. Will, I will get to that that uh, uh, match it, they had on that this day because I heard a lot of good stuff about that match. The time has come for your Saito brothers' slander to be turned around. Sorry, yeah, it, 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 it looks like it. I, I. I've I looked at the time and I was immediately put off, but then I've heard a lot of a lot of good stuff about it. I think I think I will watch it this weekend because I need to catch up on all Japan anyway uh, before their show to, uh, on uh, Saturday. So yeah. What about this main yeah. event of this late show? 
Uh, Yannick, did you want to say anything about the Old Japan Tag Total match? Is you what? <laughs> oh, about the, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. honestly <laughs> really good. No, but yeah, it just is. Just to it give is. my two two cents about great. Um, because Dylan said that it's all outsiders, and he's obviously right. They had <laughs> one. They had one good thing going, and they killed sixty seconds off. I can't believe how many people I'm. I, I'm convinced these are like sleeper agents online. They were happy that they killed sixty seconds off. If you look at the response, they wanted bulk orchestra. I'm totally. They. They had potential, but they they drug it out. Sixty seconds never even reached any of their potential, and they killed yeah, it off right away. It's true, but that's totally their fault. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the main event of this clip show. Uh, T. Hawk uh, surviving uh, barely <laughs> Shuji Ishikawa for the G Rex title. Uh, it almost looked like Shuji Ishikawa was uh, no selling the finish. Um, oh, his it was like the total like workeriest worker move. So he he did this flash pin. Actually, do you wanna you know what it reminds me of now that now that we've talked about it a bit? It reminds yeah. me of Austin Aries like immediately getting up after getting pinned by Don Morris or whatever in Impact and like flipping okay, up I remember the ground and leaving. <laughs> I do remember that. And that was a totally BS move by a gigantic prick. Uh, yeah. And we all knew it even back then. But, two, uh, and this is maybe the only time I will stand up for Austin Aries in any sense. The difference between that and this is, at least Aries got pinned first. This match, <laughs> Ishikawa's was his shoulders were up immediately, yeah, yeah. and they just—it was an immediate kickout, and they kicked. They counted to three anyway. It was awful. Like, and the thing is, it was a great. Like, it could have been great if things had went if he hadn't a big time T Hawk for no reason, seemingly. Uh, there was parts of this match that were like really good. Uh, and then there was parts that were like really bad, <laughs> and like uh, Tiok was just like, it felt like they by the end of it they probably like didn't even talk to each other. You know, when they got backstage, they went to separate, they went their separate ways, and they'll never talk again probably because there was parts where Tiok just blew off of Ishikawa's mm. offense, and sometimes yeah. it was cool, and sometimes it was just like, ah, I don't want to want to sell for this jackoff. And then Ishikawa was like, well, fuck you. You're like two feet tall compared to me. I don't want to take a pin from you, so I'm just going to get my shoulders up anyway. And the referee was just like, ah, screw it. I'm counting no matter what. <laughs> and and then it was just over. And it was like, what kind of champion? It's like, uh. Shuji Ishikawa going backstage after this match was like, screw this great referee. He tried to fuck on me. <laughs> he was probably yeah, like... If if yeah. Ishikawa still has anything to say at All Japan backstage, we won't get another um, <laughs> T-Hawk Chapel Carnival. Is that well, she had a saying? great final. Yeah, that's that's true. But I'm I'm actually fine. I don't need another T-Hawk Chapel Carnival. He might have been one of the best guys. In the, in I that honestly, 
To be honest, I honestly don't need this order order late partnership. Yeah, that's what I don't like, need. <laughs> I, I, I would prefer DDT and and Old Japan working more together. <laughs> like and Lindemann sucks right you now. You would, yeah, you would have had problem with me if you said you wanted want DDT and Gleet. No, that would that would. You corrected. You you were yeah. lucky. <laughs> that would have been very wrong. It uh, didn't no. help anything. Like you know, like Ishikawa coming in didn't draw. Lindemann stinks as champion, like in all Japan. Who is benefiting from this relationship? Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, he's going to be an all Japan. He doesn't have anything to do with Glate, to, to my I knowledge. Yeah, but, but he faces Lindemann. I hope he wins. I'm. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> well, Lindemann's like one of the worst champions right now, so I would be very happy if he lost to anybody. If you can't have a good match with Hikaru Sato, you fucking suck. Like, let's just be honest. Like, you fucking suck. And he's no good, totally washed up. I don't know what happened. It's not that he's washed up. He doesn't care. Because look yeah. at what he's doing in Glade. Speaking of Hikaru Sato, can we talk some bachi bachi? Yes. We can move over from uh, Glade. Let's check in on some battle arts. <laughs> I wish we had oh. talked about this first, because I'm in a bad mood now. <laughs> yeah, we need to end this show on a high note. And the highest note of this year for me in wrestling is obviously it Brother is... Yoshi. Only point we talk about it. <laughs> Dragon Gate history, baby. <laughs> yes, of course. No, it was free. It was on, not free, but it was on Wrestling Universe. I, I thank the God, wrestling gods that it was on the Wrestling Universe. I don't know what Fubinori Abe and Taku and Nomura had to. Pay uh, for in uh, Takagi to have this on Wrestle Universe, but thank God that they did because oh, I am so happy that this show got shown on Wrestle Universe and not on like Nico Nico or Twitcast or like any other shit service. But Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura had a produce show mostly booked by Fuminori Abe. Uh, I I I will just say the English name for this because I will I would butcher the actual name for it. Uh, we are fighting detectives. Astronauts produce show. It was kind of a battle arts uh, resurrection. Yeah, they had the logo on it. Yes. Uh, of course, the main event is what everyone in in the puro scene have been talking about for the last week. I. I'm so, so in love with this match. I have shown it to my non-wrestling friends, and they are amazed by how real it feels. It is probably the best match I've seen this year, and one of my best matches this decade. I am very high on this main event. And I just recommend any everyone, if you haven't watched this, watch Fuminori Abe versus Takuya Nomura, the main event of this produce show. Astronauts going against each other. It's magic. <laughs> Honestly, what's watch the whole show? It's on it's you've seen it in like an hour and a half. Yes. But it, don't it was... watch the main event and then the rest. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> I watched the main event and then the rest and the rest yes. got Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I just rushed to the main event. Most people have only watched the main event, but I I would recommend the whole show. It was a fun time. 
Dylan, I haven't talked anything about this with you. How did you feel about the show as a whole and all the and the main event? Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> um, it was so cool to get back online and see everybody watching this show. Yeah, showing such an appreciation uh, for battle art style, bachi bachi style. Um, in this Bokurawa Kakuto Tante Dan show, if you want to say the Japanese name of it, but obviously the name of Battle Arts was like Fighting Detectives Battle Arts originally, yeah. back when they started in 96. I've seen probably as much of that company as pretty much anybody. Um, you know, it was, it was my favorite company of all time. I have a ton of fond memories of everybody involved with it pretty much. Um, and it's a style I really miss. Occasionally you get something, you know, maybe a hard hit show or a major Hideki Suzuki match where you see a little bit of that. But it's a style that's really not that prominent anymore. So, of course, this was the show I watched first. I hadn't watched anything for like a whole week. And I, I had to see what was going to happen here. And there are a lot of um, there's a lot of good parallels between this show and the original Futen show, uh, which was Daisuke Ikeda's spinoff of Battle Arts. Uh, that has like one of the most famous shoot style matches, Ikeda versus uh, Yuki Shikawa. Uh, I actually did a whole show on must watch matches about that. Actually, yes. um, it's one of my favorite matches. Uh, so this has a lot of parallels to that, just with how they book it, because it's like. And this is true of anybody. You know, you mentioned Takara Sato earlier. A lot of these shoot style guys are also secretly kind of goofy. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Shinyaoki has that or side perfect. to him. Hideki, even. Yeah, like every everybody. Ryo uh, Kawamura. Yeah, and they, like they're all weirdos. <laughs> and I say that lovingly, of course. Yeah. So you had a little bit of that, even in the main event, and I'll get to. The whole show was really nice. Uh, you had a couple of people. Obviously, you had Ikeda and Ishikawa. Uh, Super Tiger and Keita Yano were both Battle Arts guys originally. Uh, Hidaka was also a Battle Arts guy. Um, and Hideki came in at the very end, uh, more of IGF. Um, Abe, his mentor is Murinori Sawa, <laughs> obviously, who was like a, pr a prominent Battle Arts guy at the end as well. So they had that spirit going in for it. Um, the matches are interesting, and they're all different as well. Uh, mm. That's something I really appreciated about the show. Like, you can't compare any match to the other. I think if you... Because I put this out on, on Twitter the other day, asking people's thoughts about it, specifically the main event, because I, I was wondering how people would think about it. Because obviously all the comments are like, oh, it's the match of the year. Some people say match of the decade. For me, when I watched that match, uh, the main event was a great, great match. Like, don't get me wrong. But I really struggled with the response to it because, in my mind, I'm comparing this to Battle Arts. And then there's also, like, parts of that match where, like, guys' thumbs are getting shoved up people's asses in that same, like, hard-hitting main event. Yep. And... I'm not a big fan of the comedic style 
even to the end, I mean, you had this wonderful selling by Takuya Nomura, uh, like a great so work. Good. Yeah, yeah. The like, selling was so good. It was amazing, but the crowd wasn't with them as much as they should have been if they had if they hadn't have done a lot of the comedic stuff earlier. And I was just thinking, man, if this were a battle arts match, if this was uh, Yuda Yoshikawa, like this would be the most amazing match ever. Um, but then it got um, it said to me by somebody on on Twitter because I asked a lot of people's opinions. I was trying to figure out, hey, what did you guys think of this? Because uh, at first I was going to have like a major hot take ish thing because I actually think I'm not saying it's a better match at all. Like because the main event was still a great match despite my problems with it. But I actually thought the opener was more true to like battle art style than the main event. Uh, like it, it wasn't anywhere near as good quality wise or anything like that. But I thought that like when I had the main event, I was thinking, oh, I wish that there were things that were changed about it. There's this amazing match. And uh, I got to shout out our friend, your friend of mine, uh, Ashutosh on Twitter, because he sent me a message that really made me like the match a lot more and watch it, I think, in, more, in a more correct fashion than what I was doing at first. Uh, it wasn't completely battle arts, but more of an astronauts match. Yeah, than a battle arts match. That is how I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't know anything about battle arts, so it's yeah. a totally different experience. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, and I think that when I thought about it that way, and I still liked it the first time. It was still again a great match. But again, we're we're comparing this to a match of the year level match, mm. which I didn't really feel that way at first. But but after I watched it more that way. I, my mind accepted it a little bit better, even the parts I didn't like. and Because that is, like, a, a lot of that goofy stuff is a part of Abe, who's, like, a really goofy guy. <laughs> like, you know, his personality character, yes. I like that. Um, so it all ended up working out, and it was a great match overall. But uh, if it were me, I wish that it had been a little different, and I would have really loved it. I thought it was as good as the battle arts that I love. And I don't think it was like that. I still don't. But I loved it for what it was, which is still, like, one of the absolute best matches of the year. Uh, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. It might be more of a top ten right now. Yeah. Uh, the thing, the thing is for me is that I, both of these guys are so, so much of my, like, favorites in, uh, like the indie pure scene, and like I, I watch for me this is watching one of my favorite tag teams go against each other. Nothing more. Like that. Well, when I first watched it, that was how I, how I treated it. Like these two, I really love, and I, I wasn't thinking anything about the style. I was just thinking about the the match that they had in uh, the first match that they had in back uh, in Big Japan. That was the kind of formation of astronauts, all leading into this match. And it's just they they rarely they have only these two singles matches with each other, and I it's such a like amazing match for them. For me, like that's what—that's just me. How I feel about it, how I treat treat it. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't compare it to battle the battle watch style because I don't, as you said, I don't know that much about battle watch style. I've co- watched like five matches of their, their run, and most of them have been Fujita Hayato um, when he was the rookie. Yeah, for me. Obviously, I didn't uh, watch it with like the the Battle Lords glasses on. Um, I feel like 
I'm or else felt like I'm the the low man on this because I w- wouldn't say it's a match of the year for a very specific reason. Um, obviously, the wrestling, the violence is gross and very nice, and they're funny. And also, I realized, like two weeks ago, I saw both these men live, um, which was very nice too. They also. If you haven't seen it, um, go find it. Astronauts versus the Second Gear Crew was a very, very fun and good match. And Astronauts versus Renegades is a dramatic Dream Dragons match. Um, yeah. So I was a very big fan of that, although it wasn't as good as the Second Gear Crew match. But Personally, I just struggled a lot with some of the headbutts. I, yeah. I just couldn't enjoy it. Then, see that that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I'm i I never get bothered by that. I only yeah. wish they did ten more of those <laughs> instead of like thumbing. You know, shoving fingers on people's asses. See, he wants more. I am, I am happy with the amount we got. <laughs> you want less? See, that's a good, <laughs> good perspective. See, I think, I think safety the... police are so annoying. The worst kind of fans to me. I always hate yes. that kind of stuff. Yes, but I think the problem here is that the word CTE wrestling has become a thing. Yeah, and that. that's. I don't want to say that on air. <laughs> but yeah, uh, def- I definitely just recommend watching this show, especially, especially the main event. Oh, it was a I great wa- show up and down, and the main event was awesome. Like, I mean, if you look at the, the show, I mean, I said I don't want to be dramatic about it, but I was uh, emotional just seeing how much everyone loved the main event. I hope that they took some appreciation from the other matches. Um, and again, we, I don't think any of the matches were really great, like on the on the card or anything. No, um, but it was all good, and they're all different, like I said, and, and trying to fit in in this very particular style. Uh, that again, I, th- I like. I wish there was more of this style of wrestling and this style of shows. But the, you know, it's it's kind of been passe now. Even as somebody who loves shoot style, I also recognize that it's a you know, it's not the hot ticket anymore. Yeah, yeah. But it was a sold-out Shinjuku phase, which is awesome. Abe said they are doing it again next year. I hope that is also on Wrestle Universe, because this being on Wrestle Universe is what has helped it get so much traction online. Uh, and that they, outdrew, is... they outdrew the Choji Sam said not to show. Yeah. Which is cool. Don't misunderstand me. I'm definitely a Choji Sam. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I am really. Uh, I just really wanted to end this show talking about that and get. If, if case you haven't seen it, you have. You have to fire up Wrestle Universe and watch it. Hey, let me ask y'all both. Aside from the main event and the guys you already knew, who stood out? Like, was that, so? Did anybody stand out to you on the rest of the card? I always loved Toba. I I've liked I liked the Toba DDT uh, original tag match, uh, the most of the undercard. And what about the headbutt in that match? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that was a headbutt. Um, 
And Brother yeah. Yoshi. Yeah, why why is Brother Yoshi was Brother Yoshi on that show? But look what he did! Look, look at the yeah, head, buddy. He, he stepped did. up. Um, that match was fun. I mean, it, that, it was. that kind of makes the show it's a Torimon uh, lore show because <laughs> from the Yoshi and DDT with Toba. I, yeah. I'd probably say standing out to me uh, was Kate Yano because it's someone I almost never see. Oh yeah, I hear about. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, of both of those two, Super Tiger and Kitayano, I've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, you don't. That was a completely new experience need, for me. Super Tiger is needed. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I just wanted In to. In 2008, about... Battle Arts Super Tiger did some great things. <laughs> I I will be asking for a Battle Arts recommendation, uh, like thing soon. Oh god, I, I just hope these time. matches are online still. You know, <laughs> when Ditch was still around, I could have given you about a hundred. Well, I know I, I know Ash have been watching a lot of them, Ash and Tush. Oh so. great. Yeah, if they if you could find them online, there's so much like so I, much great stuff. But yeah. Uh anyways, uh any things you guys want to say before I close? Um I just want to say thank you guys for being here and getting my feet wet again in the recording game. I've been off for a little while. I said I haven't been feeling up to it uh, or even capable, to be honest. But I uh, had a lot of fun talking about these shows. I really feel like I'm caught up on, on wrestling more now. Um, like I said, my first show back. But um, Eastern Layer, I'll have another show this weekend, too. String is back from uh, the fair he went to last week. Um, I thank you guys for checking in on me while I was away. I really appreciate that. Shout out to everybody who did that. Um, but me and Eastern Lair are coming back with a new show. I just released the full version of our theme song, Rainy Day 2, on mm, YouTube. I saw that. Hit, hit, hit single right now. Uh, hey, we got a lot of viewers for like one day, and I just released that yesterday. Uh, I made the, the artwork for it and everything. It, it was pretty legit, to be honest. Uh, but shout out to that. Uh, we're going to have a big show talking about All Japan coming up. Uh, more All Japan stuff uh, there. Uh, they got Kento and Yuma, big main event there. New Japan, we'll talk about uh, a little bit as well, too. I don't know how much Strigo will want to talk about that <laughs> show, to be honest, but we'll talk about some stuff on there. And I'll get back at it. Uh, you know, Russell Update will do something. Um, my co-host on there, Nello, just released uh, a new video game, uh, so check outside the dev team. Um, you know, check out what they've got going on. Halloween season's coming up. That's always a big day for me, uh, Halloween. Uh, it's one of my favorite times of years. For so many years, I, I volunteered on that day, so it's always meant a lot to me. Uh, and I haven't been able to do it the last couple of years because of COVID and everything. Uh, it's up in the air if I'll be able to this year, but I'm going to try, and I'm really hyped for it either way. I'm going to do something for Halloween for sure, no matter what happens, as long as I'm here. I will definitely do it. Um, basketball starting... All kinds of fun stuff there, but just check out Eastern Lariat. Find me on there. Find me on Twitter at Beaver underscore zero. Uh, thank you so much for listening and following along to all of our journeys. Um, both myself and uh, both Yannick and Sandra, uh, you both deserve all the success uh, that you can get. So I'm uh, really happy for, for both of you and to be here and to have you as my friends. Of course. Very heartwarming. By I can't follow that up. Yannick, can you follow that up? It's better I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can? It wasn't that great. Come on. 
Well, anyways, we are glad to be back. We will be back next week uh, to talk about Godless and whatever happens in uh, for Dragon Gate in uh, Fukuoka. But until next week, as always, be ready, wake up, and go! Yeah.